What's going on, guys? And welcome back to this episode of Split Screen D&D, the place where we're attacking all things Dungeons & Dragons from both sides of the screen. My name's Tom Quinn, resident Dungeon Master here at Modern Myth. And I'm Josh Winans, resident player character here at Modern Myth. And we're going to get right into this one. Ooh, what are we talking was, about? I was given a little bit of thought, mm. um, and I, I, think I, I think this lands pretty firmly in the DM space, okay. but uh, I was really curious to hear the player perspective on this. Sacred information, information that as a DM, you should never let cross the screen. Gotcha. Whether that be uh, narrative, thematic, mechanical, yeah. whatever it is. But that information that really is likely to detract from the player experience mm -hmm. and may create headaches for you as a DM if you're uh, allowing it to permeate that barrier. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I'll be curious to hear the, uh, the player perspective. But, but first, shut your face, because, hey, lovely people out there on the Internet. I know, I know. Hey, uh, man, it's... It, it just we just keep growing. It's we're like the mighty tortoise or the turtle, depending on which story you read, and slowly moving onwards. And we just keep getting uh, more and more subscribers, more and more views. Thank you guys so much for everything you're doing down there. Comments is always fire. Um, so guys, thank you so much. But hey, don't get lazy on us now. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do like this video like a boss. Leave a comment about how we're wearing basically the same shirt. And this is totally yeah, unplanned. This was not planned. I'm really this sorry. Not if you're watching this, you're and probably it, like, oh. if it had been, if it had been planned, we definitely would have ended up with a nice three inch square, not a two and a half inch. Mine's square. fine. Mine's far superior. And if you were in person, you'd see how different. Drop it in the comments. Our, yeah, we, whose who's shirt, although almost identical. Who uh, who, who, who on, wears it who's better? Got, who's got uh, it? I, I got this one for sure, man. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, comments, um, sharing with your friends and coworkers and other D and files, that'd be awesome. And if you want to support us directly, check us out at Patreon.com/slash/ModMyth. But man, man, he I'm getting there, man. He sounds like a, a gosh darn professional. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess if we get paid, which we do have Patreon, so I guess I am technically. You are technically a professional, professional. so you sound it. You yeah. sound it. Thank you. So, hey, let's jump right back in, though. Yeah, let's get into this. And and I think I think probably many DMs have given this topic thought already. They have already uh, sussed out, because I don't think it's a black and white. I mean, I think every, yes. uh, you know. That was my first di point. Different tables are going to uh, engage and want to engage with, a different breadth of information passing through that barrier. Um, I don't know that it's a something that a lot of players have given thought to with regard to, you know, man, I'd really love to know X, Y, Z or, oh man, he told me X, Y, Z. And it really kind of, it kind of screwed up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it screwed up the, whether it be the immersion or, or the, the illusion, if you want to call like the, you know, I mean, wh whatever you want to call it, um, to, to some extent, I, I would equate this topic to, uh, to magic, like street magic mm -hmm. or, or stand up or, you know, whatever, uh, right. that it's, it's amazing when you don't know what's going on right. behind the scenes and it maybe starts to lose some of that flair. Mm -hmm. So can you take me through the player perspective? I don't yeah. know. Well, for starters, prior to this conversation, yeah. how much thought, uh, is that? I mean, is it a topic that you have given much consideration to, or Actually, do you think many players have? I don't know about many players. Uh, I'm an oddball, but um, for me personally, actually, I have. And you mentioned to table to table is going to be different, uh, and uh, player to player is very different. 
Uh, for me personally, I like knowing. I like knowing how. Uh, I like how knowing how uh, games work. I want to know the the number that is applied to an attack and the multiplier that's applied when you get bonuses. I like knowing that stuff. I like. Uh, you mentioned magic. I like knowing how the tricks work. Uh, for me. It doesn't detract from the amazing thing that's been created. Actually, it's many times I can gain more further appreciation mm. for what that is. But that is me. Uh, I could definitely see for some people that, yeah, you you lift the veil and it destroys the magic of the world. So, yeah, I, I would say it really, I would go player by player. Yeah, uh, I, I would I would guess, too, that... The, the latter description you gave probably applies to more players, the majority of players. I would say so, yeah. Um, uh, like I said, it's, I'm sure there's a, a, a spread of opinions mm-hmm. on this on the player side, um, but that would be my, my guess, and I think that's for the same reason that I think probably a lot of DMs have considered how guarded mm-hmm. or not they should be with that information yeah. because your average player... May may it may be detracting more than it's adding yeah. to the experience, and so. I definitely say go that route. Uh, and if you happen to have a, a me at your table, if I'm really like, hey, I really want to know what happened, don't just uh, divulge everything at the table. Take me aside, uh, talk to me, because uh, yeah, uh, don't want to do anything that that takes away from other people's enjoyment. Right. Well, and I think you've even touched a number of times that since we've started this segment. You know, we dip into spaces that probably wouldn't be general table talk yes. from the from the DM mm-hmm. perspective, and I absolutely love um, it. So yeah, yeah I and uh, now with that said, I know you said you there. There's not much information that you would say. You're basically bring it on, right? Can you think of any information like so, something where you go, if I knew X Y Z, it wouldn't. You know, yeah. it wouldn't feel as good as not knowing. Yeah. So, and again, I'm an extreme, or I kind of like knowing everything. Some things that would still really bother me. Uh, and I know you don't do this, uh, but let's say you fudge Ooh, a dice start. roll. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Fudge okay. a dice roll to like save my life, kind of a thing. Like, oh, shoot, I don't want him dying. I'll change the number. If I learn later that you change the number, I will constantly question whether I should be alive or not. And oh, yeah. Like, and it'll, it'll be really hard for me to be like, well, who cares about my character anymore? Yeah. Well, and I think that's probably the entire argument against fudging dice rolls and right. the further argument against rolling secretly. Yeah. You know, the, 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 uh, there, I mean, there's plenty of people who stand by the position. And I think it's a, I mean, I, there's a very solid argument mm-hmm. for don't allow there to be any doubt in your players' minds about what you're doing with yeah. the dice behind the screen. But, that, but so. that's a table by table decision. So if you yep. do decide, like, hey, I, I roll secretly, I'm going to, to fudge a dice roll. Uh, I would very strongly don't let your players know because uh, I would I think that could be very damaging. So oh, that might be definitely, one. definitely. Now, I didn't really anticipate the conversation going here, but it, we've stumbled into oh, a really go there, a really particularly interesting space. Is is the fact the fact that there are regular conversations about should you fudge or should you not? Mm. Um. But simultaneously, the fact that no players want to know if their DM's fudging yeah. puts it in a really weird space of, like, I think some subset of players. Like, what I, I mean, I don't know what the numbers are, the hard and fast numbers yeah, are. I'm guessing here. But some players must understand that their DM is fudging roles. I mean, like, it's a common enough conversation. Yeah. And, and so is it just a matter of, like, 
like just keep lying to me. I'll believe you. Like I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to believe. I mean, you know my feelings about dice rolls. Well, so. and I was about to say until we had these conversations, I truly thought there were times you fudged dice rolls. Until we've had this this DM uh, PC so talk. So in, in the spirit of information not crossing mm -hmm. the screen, what what would have given you that impression? I mean, there was obviously a lack of information that oh the dice roll the di the way the dice will roll, but there are times like there's no way. You know, it's like, come on. Like, it just felt so unbelievable. Yeah. Now, obviously, the dice roll the way the dice roll, and we have no control over that. But in yeah. the moment, I was like, mm, that doesn't, that feels weird. Yeah. Well, I, and I will definitely say there have been moments, there have been moments where either in in too good a fashion, like mm -hmm. the, the dice rolls laid out kind of too articulated a uh, arc of tension when it needed to be yeah um or you know some something weird happened. one of that always comes to mind was um when you guys were in old peltark and you were trying to deal with the aspect of the pit lord and there was this oh, crystal yeah. that was ball. and oh poor reek. i was having a really hard time deciding what to do with with reek and i i ultimately decided like you know he's gonna throw himself on yeah, this. Yeah, and he and he, he needed rolled. an eighteen plus yeah. on two rolls, and I basically had written it off, which which had major implications for yeah. Now that for, I know, you know the un, yeah. the unfolding uh, story, but in my mind I just went, you know this I I just I can't see him not doing this, you know like, and um and that like I still you know those two rolls you know an eighteen <laughs> and a twenty back to back those. I'll remember those exact rolls because they were because of how unbelievable. If if mm -hmm. I wasn't the one rolling them, right, I'd have been like bullshit. That yeah. was horseshit, you know. So I, I I you know I completely get that. But so that's interesting because I, yeah. I I guess I didn't I didn't realize that. But yeah, and I have a whole laundry list of those kind of things. Uh, if you uh, but uh, I would say that's my number one. But uh, kind of curious, well, where do you lie as a DM? Like uh, in in general, I, the interesting thing is and and. Uh, What's what's funny is because it's pretty rare we lock horns on things because generally I don't think the things we disagree about conflict with one another in terms yeah. of our experience at right. the table. We found that even when we think we conflict, it's like oh we just don't understand each other's argument. Once we understand, we can usually yeah. Come to or see. or like for instance, bards are trash. But I don't. I'm not a player, so you Leave can play. Bards a bard. alone, man. <laughs> no, no. Uh, bar, bar, bards bards are not trash. Bards are yeah. bards are tight. But yeah. I like to I like to rib Josh. Yeah. Uh, but tight. But. <laughs> Um, but with, I think I live on the opposite end of the spectrum. Whereas you're kind of a, give me, give me what you got. Mm -hmm. My general thought process on information is if it didn't need to come out per the game, mm -hmm. it probably doesn't need to cross the barrier. Okay. Um, so I think I tend to, whereas you're, you're valve wide open. Yep. I am valve only as open as it absolutely needs to right. be. Um, I think for a couple of reasons. One, like uh, we 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 touched on an example before we we uh, started the conversation uh, of the dungeon. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the players have finished. You know, they've they've. Well, I'm going to say cleared out a dungeon, but they've departed this dungeon, like in in a semi permanent sense. They are they've right. they've they've gotten what they came for, or it's made pretty clear that they feel they've done what they needed to do in this mm -hmm. space, and they're moving on. Um, and I know you had said like, I'd like to know, I'd love to know, like, yeah. so, uh, a couple of, a couple, I mean, there's the obvious pragmatic reasons of, I don't have any lever or any way of going, 
it's pretty cheap you're going back to that dungeon now that I told you you missed that. But that's literally the only lever I have to pull, short of going like, as you approach the dungeon, you watch some rocks crumble, seal it. And it's just, I mean, it's like, it, the, yeah. the whole point is, is all we've done is create a scenario where you going back feels dis, disingenuous. Yeah. And, and, but it doesn't change the fact that there was still an opportunity to go, like, and I have no idea that, you know, I just don't know, I, all I'm doing is making, if if I go, hey, you know that temple that you guys uh, cleared out? Yeah. Well, you know that that uh, that uh, I'll, I'll use real world example. Not not an actual. This isn't true of the temple, but I'll I'll skin it in that space. If you had if you had just kept turning that uh, uh, when you were in the planetarium space, mm. if you had just mm -hmm. kept turning that, there was a secret door that would have unlocked, and you would have oh. you know X Y Z. What what would I be achieving by like? To some extent, I'm going like, hey, hey, dummies, you didn't you didn't find the secret thing I put in there. Right. Slash. But also, if you try to go back, I'm gonna think this is gonna be horseshit. Like, yeah. there should still be opportunities to discover things. And right. every time they leave a, a space, rocks can't fall and close it off no. as though they can't return. No. That you know, or have a, have your in invisible video game wall that stops you from right. going back to these places. There's a um, door there. I have an axe. No, it's a door. You can't go in because of the door. Can't do it. No, nope. it's, it's a door. It's like, well, I, it's a, I can knock doors down. I've yeah. done it before. It's I have like, fireball. Not this not one. The, no, not this one. Don't you see? There's iron banding on this one. Um, so, so that's one reason. Is is simply what what is gained by doing that? Right. Now, now, if it's a deal where let's say our campaign is ended and we're in between campaigns and you and I are having a yeah. beer. You know, you know, maybe maybe having a conversation. I would generally leave that to to player prompting. Yeah. If a player said like, you know, hey X Y Z, mm -hmm. but I think certainly whilst uh, a campaign is still going on, or while you're still even playing with that same play group, if if you're existing in the same world, you you are rapidly going to start creating problems for yourself as a DM that that just staying silent. Uh, solves like yeah. you you know you're um you know and and now if there was something to be gained by by doing it um that then you'd have a, a value proposition yeah. uh yeah. In, in front of you so that's the first point is well, kind of the the why yeah and um as a so let's say that you divulge something about a dungeon that we left and i i there the world allowed me to go back mm -hmm. there it would feel really disingenuous for me to be like oh Oh, I didn't know there was that there. I'm just gonna go back there just because I feel like it. Right. That feels really sleazy. Um, well, definitely. So yeah, that's that. That's more of the the player, I think. Well, I think, but I, but I think the question is still there. Is is what if there's a player at your table that doesn't mind yeah, being? Yeah, and sleazy? you're absolutely right. And and now I have to go. Do I just let this guy mm. walk back in with player knowledge and do this, God, but or do I do I now take it upon me? to do the do sleazy something. thing and go, nope, rocks fall. Well, and, you know. if he did something sleazy, I think you have every right to be <laughs> sleazy back. But uh, Hyper and I is, I think that's, I think that's. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's never once bitten anyone in the butt. Um, but going off that, I, I think rule number one is a DM. I think you should feel every, you are in complete control of what you divulge. If I ask, hey, was there anything else in that dungeon? You could say, I'll never tell. Yeah, you know, and, and, that's and I think that's my, my default stance. Right. And if I could be like, hey, man, I really want to know. I really, can you tell me? 
who cares what pressure I'm putting on the DM? Yeah. You could be like, sorry, dude, you could literally put my my feet to the coals and I'm gonna tell you to go F yourself. Um, but what I so you're asking like why the why? Yeah. And one of the reasons why I like learning this stuff is one, just because I like knowing, but two, it's it gives me an opportunity to learn. Um, that like, hey, if you turn that wheel, if you could have only have kept turning that wheel, you would have now I know, hey, when I'm doing a puzzle and I get the solution, there may be more steps I could take. And now I can approach puzzles in the future with gain knowledge. If yep. I didn't know that, then I wouldn't learn anything. And and a caveat to, or I should say an addendum to the why, I mm -hmm. think I, and it, one would be would be that space is, and, and again, I, I still think there's a time and a place for it that, mm -hmm. you know, but certainly that is a, let's call it a Q&A space where your players can learn about the way you think about yes. building the world. Yep. Um, another big why that I I could cite, and it's less a why for me as a DM, mm -hmm. but let's say we're all sitting at a table and let's say you're going, hey, uh, I'm 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 running the next campaign. You want to DM the next campaign. Mm -hmm. I can see all sorts of value oh, yeah. in you and I sitting down and talking about, you know, hey, oh XYZ, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And oh, do you remember that? Do you remember that one dungeon you were in? Mm -hmm. Well, it, you know, this and this and this. Like, but clearly that's that's not for the benefit of the table and the campaign that we're currently in. It's for the benefit of another player who mm -hmm. maybe looking to cross the the barrier into the dm space yeah. and i think there's all sorts of value there Absolutely. um we're not really talking we're, we're getting into these weird fringe spaces uh yeah but i think it's worth it's worth touching on here uh i i think there's i don't want to say too little conversation about it but p potentially maybe there's even another episode in, in this space Ooh. of of what what can be done to foster other dms out of the player Ooh, that's a population great um, subject to talk and about. and so i think we're brushing up against that here yeah like i like i would have no problem if you and i are sitting down yeah. kind of for academic purposes yes divulging anything so right. long as i didn't feel it was going to be the detriment of yeah no what we're currently doing yeah because in that you're a resource and your help yeah no 100 yeah. agree with that so so that would definitely be yeah, a no. uh, a big one now i know you know you you really get a lot out of the mechanical side. Love that shit. But but something I would be really curious about is you know, I think even though even though you have a pretty solid indication, more or less we're kind of working off of what I'll call visual cues for the oh, health of your yes. enemies, you know. Yep. Well, your guys' health as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I I'd prefer I, you know, I don't have a hard and fast if you guys are going around the table, you know, after a fight licking your wounds and right. you're like you know, like, hey, how are you guys doing? If someone goes like, I got this shit kicked out of me. I got, I got ten hit points left. Right. You know, I don't mind that too much. I wouldn't prefer that that information be expressed right more organically than yeah. than more mechanically. But um, amongst players, but I will say, I pretty much never yeah. divulge. Now there are some times where someone will roll. They hit, they roll their damage, and I'll go like with the exact amount of damage needed. Mm -hmm. You know, so then you know, okay, yeah. well, hey, he had 12 hit points left. Right. I did 12 damage. You know, just because it's kind of fun, like when you hit it dead on. Right. But uh I'm I'm a big proponent of not going a a 38 hit point XYZ 
Right. You know, or or even even you know you you hit him dealing X amount of damage. Right. He's down to X Y Z. Right. Again, I much prefer that to be uh, communicated narratively. Right. So Any- some something I'd just be curious about on your end. Yeah. A a less or a more distilled stream of information would be precisely that where you go oh that spider's got xyz hit points this is would would that detract from from your experience dealing with imperfect information which frankly is what that situation would be you would never know how close something is to being dead right or you know how much more fight they have in them Um, uh, I like I, I like the vagueness in this instance, which is weird because I know I'm uh, I'm uh, countering what I said earlier, like knowing everything. Uh, but there's uh, it's almost a fun game you play. Like, okay, how uh, let's say I knock a, a creature down and he's near death. Okay, he's near death. Do I want to start like I want to conserve my powers, right? So do I go like it's a risk and reward game you start playing. Right, like, I want right. to make sure I kill it, but I don't want to go use all my powers. So it's, right. it's almost like a mini game, like of of rationing your powers. Yeah. Uh, in which it, it, it feels organic in the way that you do it. Now, if I knew like 17 hit points, okay, well, I do a 1d6 plus five plus a 2d8. You know, right. I could start playing that game. Uh, but well, I and I think even though what you're describing is this this kind of push and pull of, oh, like, I know I'll get the kill if I use this power. Right. But I think I'll get the kill even if I don't. But there's, and yeah. that kind of, while that might seem like that could bog things down, I think what what really could bog things down oh. from a combat standpoint, and 5th edition doesn't need any push towards <laughs> towards the, the, you know, the bogged down uh, mm-hmm. space. I mean, there's already, players can do a ton, monsters can do a ton, mm-hmm. But I think if you were have, dealing with perfect information, uh, it would be a deal where you you would literally go, well, let's see, this plus this plus this plus this. Okay, definitely if I use this ability, I can, I'll kill this monster. Right. Let's see. But if I use this, this, right, and this, have five and this, minutes tick by. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, okay, well, yeah, it might be a mat. You might come down within a hit point or two. Yep. And any sane player is going to use all the information at their disposal to make the best decision possible. Right. Um, and I think that's that will kind of be the fulcrum of a lot of what I have to say is if you're giving players enough information mm-hmm. that they can put the situation under a microscope because they have that much resolution, mm-hmm. that's what they're probably going to do. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that's not good for pacing. That's not good for role play. It's not good for there's there yeah. there are many there are many ways that that can be uh, detrimental. Right, uh, right. Is all I'll say. So I was curious where you yeah. stood because I knew that you you do like more information. I do. Yeah. But- so I'm actually believe it or not, I'm pretty aligned with you on that. And uh, as far as like m- knowing my uh, fellow players' hit points, I'm trying to remember. I think we are pretty good about being like, hey, I'm bloodied. Hey, I'm near death. And that's about as far as we go in. I might be wrong though. It. I mean, it it slips on some occasion. Yeah. Like I said, I don't. I. I mean, that's as far as I'm concerned. That's right. really between you guys. But that, that fits narratively, especially because healing, uh, the way it works in Five E, which is a whole other rant you could go on about how 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 healing. I can't works. believe we haven't touched on just he- a whole episode yeah, of healing. Healing, it's it's a big topic. But um, pick, pick any class race combo and you can do it. So, uh, 
it's not, I'm, I'm, it's yeah, not, it's not true, true but it's tongue, tongue can, in cheek but it's damn close yeah yeah i think i think actually wizard was one of the ones he couldn't i think the the added as something to wizards so the have healing now but um and then what hey do you heal only when they go down to zero hit points so you all you just keep bringing them back up and or do you so it's a, it, the, that's a whole this topic. is an interesting tangent but the most optimized thing you can do is let them absolutely let them die you know what or i heard, let them drop to zero i heard someone give a really good counter to that i really liked uh is you if you do come back you have a point of exhaustion. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think there are things you should be doing right. uh, to actively that counter way, that because yeah. if you've got two hit points left, right. you go to zero, whether you get it for 50 damage right. or two damage, you, you know. And from a role playing standpoint, and like, you're like, no, help me. I'm near death. No, no, not helping you don't, yet, but don't, you can don't worry. <laughs> Stuff those entrails back into your <laughs> yeah. cavity. And yeah. I'll get with you in just a minute. Yeah, exactly. No, I, and I think uh, so. So, anyways, I got got in the weeds there a little yeah, bit, but, as we do. But um, I, I actually, I, I mean, I think healing is a is a great place, and obviously, it's in, entirely incumbent upon players. But I think that exact same push and pull you're talking about with fighting enemies should be occurring as a healer. Now, mm -hmm. I think some of the weight of that has diminished because healing isn't near as hard to come by as it once yeah. was. But imagine if you knew that over the course of, let's say, a day, let's say we're talking five to seven encounters. That's mm -hmm. kind of the, the prescribed structure. Seven, in, let's say, let's say, let's say, just say it was written in stone. You're going to have seven encounters ahead of you. Oh. You're, you're halfway through your day and That's you look around day. and you kind of go, man, my team's pretty beat up. Mm -hmm. But you can't know precisely how beat up. As the healer, mm -hmm. you go, like, well, I've got three more instances of healing is now the time. And that is now the time, I think, is yeah. always the yeah. a more interesting question than I definitively know the answer and now is or isn't the right. time. You well, and, and then in, in not in combat, if you're out of combat, you can always ask, be like, hey, fellow compatriots, how are we looking? Do we need, yeah. to, we need to top up? And, and so yeah. that's but easily. I, 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 I guess my point being, and again, this is I, I. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me all that much. But I much prefer to hear someone say, "I got the absolute shit kicked yeah, out of me," yeah. and maybe describe like you know, like I've got lacerations. Right. You know, literally, you can see the the spattering of blood running onto the ground as I'm like nursing a serious right. wound. That's a much cooler. Also, I mean, again, it, the player is grabbing that paintbrush mm -hmm. and painting a visceral scene of their character instead of using just arbitrary numbers that right. already do a poor job of reflecting someone's health. So you well, know, it's like what are hit points even? Yeah, That's a whole yeah, other conversation. Yeah. And I'm uh, just one before we move on from combat. Definitely, definitely about from the player side. One thing I don't want to know, and I know I know you do this, is if you make uh, combat encounters like less. Uh, tough like you you scale back things um, you're talking about in real time yes. you're talking about no you know no. like knowing no. the challenge of a encounter as no, you walk yeah, in. that's homebrewing which i'm totally fine with guys zero problems but like like let's say we're we're fighting something and so like oh my god that dragon rolled two crits in a row okay if i don't do something it's guaranteed they're going to die not fudging dice rolls but saying like hey that breath attack isn't coming back for a while yeah, and and I guess I would I would further clarify that point specifically the way you set up. If that dragon rolled two crits, mm -hmm. I am disinclined to do anything about it because the dice determined the potency of that. Now, if well, I've no created a, a dragon, kind of like you said, mm -hmm. where I've gone like, you know what, this creature, I I really like it, but I wish the breath weapon was more like this, and mm -hmm. I've modified that creature, or, yeah. you know, 
maybe I've homebrewed it from the ground up. And then turn one goes off, and all I did was, you know, I rolled just normal, you know, okay, I rolled a hit, rolled a miss, what, you know, rolled right, whatever. Right, right. And I just went like, holy crap. Like, I effectively in, in that space, and I still agree, if you have to do this, mm-hmm. don't let your players know you're yeah. doing it. Um, but I, I do think probably an important clarification is, the, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the only time that I should be modifying an encounter's difficulty is if I built a bad encounter. Uh, okay, that's, now, that's if the, fair. If the dice are rolling against the players, they're rolling like trash, I'm rolling strong. Okay. I mean, that's literally the game. Okay. The game is... Yeah, no, you know. yeah, that's a good clarification. So, so I did want to clarify that. That's a good um, clarification. But like, let's say, like, kind of like what you're saying, that that this uh, you you designed this thing and you're an idiot because you're DM, and it just, it just was way we, too hard. We do that sometimes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. DMs bless you all. But um, I don't want to know because let's say I, we... Well, hopefully we win. If you're like, man, you guys are lucky that I changed that. Oh, yeah. Cheap in my victory and a whole pro- bunch. That's probably the worst phrasing. I know, right? You guys are so lucky that none of the rules even matter. God. And there's pretty much no way, yeah, given what I'm about your, to say, that you yeah. could ever die, ever. Yeah, get down uh, from your throne, DM. Like, yeah, come yeah. on now. No, 100%. <laughs> and like I said, reaching a, l- a little outside the bounds of this conversation. And we're d- this is the third time doing I this. I know, we're like, we're ping-ponging around. Yeah. But we're, we are touching on, and again, I think really important clarification. I think there are people out there who who think that it's your job to modify an encounter based on how well or poorly it's going for the players. That's okay. Yep. And I think, I think while, while at face value, that may be true. That should, the root of that should be, I designed a really bad encounter. This is an unwinnable encounter because I designed it poorly. Right. Um, or, or this, and, and frankly, I don't think the other direction, but even still, it might be a deal where it's like, Wow, they're they are kicking the shit out of. But I mean, how bad does that feel for you? Each, no, each player rolled a crit on their on their very first attack, and if, and they're and they're mopping up, and I go like, you gonna roll crits on my monsters? Well, they're all gonna get a lot tougher. Right, like, that sucks. And then like, the reinforcements show up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, actually, so yeah. so both both directions. But I think if it becomes apparent that you've designed an encounter poorly, it's incumbent upon you. Like nothing feels worse to players than them dying to a bad encounter. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for sure, for sure. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad that you touched on that from a uh, uh, the 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 combat side, yeah. and I think a lot of this actually kind of fist bumps uh, the conversation we were having about illusion of choice to some extent, mm-hmm. because some of what we're talking about is kind of in that in that vein on the DM yeah. side, and and I think as was repeated many times in that episode, it's like this is one of the most fragile dangerous tools that you can wield because if one time your players become aware of this it can damage you 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 literally have lost all ability mm-hmm. you you have you have sold your trust for the sake of even if you're you're in good faith repairing an encounter that was bad mm-hmm. you know oh that that whatever this was Shit! I shouldn't have put eight trolls in this encounter. Like that, that level one. You know, that was that was that was too many trolls. Right. You know, and and uh, you know, it's like that. Some of that just comes with experience. But I think, especially as a new DM, you know, you don't want to be the DM who your players are dying so you can learn to DM better. Like, you know what I mean? Right, like right. It, it's so. Um, so that's yeah. Um, 
I guess anything else on kind of the mechanical side with regard to? I actually know my next point. Um, I'll bring up unless you want to. No, no, it, no. I, I'd love the to exploration side of things. So okay, I understand that uh, you're the the world builder and it's and it's architect, and you take a lot of pride in your creations as you should. But I think it's really really bad if the DM drops hints that the player has not earned. Yes. Yes. I'm glad you got in this space because uh, I, this is probably, I mean, this should have been my point number one, probably. Uh, it, oh. it, it really should have because, um, well, keep keep going. But yes, I want to, well, I, 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 I want to, that I, should echo resoundingly yeah. through the rest of the, I, uh, rest of the episode. Just hearing myself talk during this episode, it sounds like uh, uh, what I'm pretty much trying to say is like, if the information you're, you're giving is taking away from us feeling accomplishments, because that's what I think a lot of the dangers are, then that's the big danger, and that's where it comes in here. That if you're like, uh, oh, man, I just don't know how to do this puzzle. Um, hey, guys, there is that symbol that's glowing over there. Right. You're like, no, then if we if we solve that puzzle, which we'll probably do at this point, we didn't solve it. Right. You solved it. Yeah. Yeah, I might as well have just gone, there's a puzzle, here's the exact instructions yeah. for how to do it. If I'm going to drip feed you the instructions, yeah. if you run into... Dark times and and I will say that can be challenging sometimes as a DM mm -hmm. because uh, I mean there are there are many a meme of like you know uh, uh, the the DM kind of feeling shitty because he slipped a third grader riddle into their campaign and, and, and the the party is like stressing out because they you know well that's where the dice rolls and skills can help you out a little bit so that's where you can earn them. Like, how do you earn some hints? Okay, maybe uh, you can, like, if you can't solve a puzzle, maybe someone in town might have a hint. Or I rolled a baller investigation, and because I rolled a baller investigation, I noticed one of the glyphs is glowing more than the others. Right, right. Then I have earned it, and yeah. then it's not a big deal. And I, I particularly like the example you gave of maybe someone in town knows something. Mm -hmm. Because you can have five players standing around the obelisk that they're trying to solve, staring at it, going like, what are we missing here, guys? Yep. What are we missing here, guys? Uh, and again, as a DM, sitting there and going like, man, I thought this was going to be like a 15-minute <laughs> yeah, thing. Right, you know? right. like, and, and, I mean, and there are other times where you're like, man, I thought that was going to be like the better part of a session, and they just smoked it. It's, right. you, you just don't know. Right. Um, but I love the idea of staring at this thing, interacting with this thing, is one approach to solving this puzzle. Mm, you know, I like that. I mean yeah. go going in like you said, asking NPCs if there's, you know, like potentially something could be gleaned through more lore about the area. Yeah. Um just leaving. I mean, it may not be detrimental to like leaving and going like, you know what? We know we can go do XYZ. Let's be thinking about this. Right. But let's, you know, I mean like yeah. there, there's just uh, and and you said robbing of satisfaction, information that robs satisfaction, I would say the biggest reason it robs of satisfaction is because it robs agency. Mm. Like, like even if I'm not telling you what you have to do or where you have to go, if, if I go, uh, you're, you know, if I go, you're moving as you move up the valley, you know, you could see the top of the windswept peak, you know, the glisten of, of snow blowing off of it off to your right. You can see kind of a, just the shadowy, a small shadowy opening, not even large enough for a, a, a man upright uh, to fit through some some sort of cave or cavern. And the party goes like, nah, let's keep going. Yeah. You know, again, it's like, 
it's not my job to go like, oh, oh, but you notice, you notice just before you, it leaves line of sight, you can see like a gleam of, of yeah. gem or iridescence in the dark. And, and I, and then I sit back and kind of go like, they're going to bite that. Like how, how much, Yo, how much how bigger they... a chili dog do I need to put in that fucking cave? And, and, and the fact of the matter is, is, is I think, I think it's only natural uh, for there to be times where you as a DM, just like any of the players, you'll be excited about things at the table. And yeah. sometimes those are things the players don't touch. They don't want to touch. They've got no interest in. Yeah. And uh, a, an unwarranted solicitation through information, mm -hmm. uh, I think, is the hallmark of a DM who is desperate for you to, to, to go somewhere. Right. And... It's not so different from what we were talking about, about like, hey, I told you about the thing that was still in that dungeon. Mm -hmm. Well, it feels sleazy for you to go it back does. and get it. Yeah. It also feels sleazy if I've sold you on going somewhere that you weren't going to go with your own agency. Mm -hmm. It's the equivalent of me going like, how can I be mad that you go back into that dungeon and go find that secret room I told you about? Right. Uh, you know, in confidence, like this was player knowledge, when... I give you the pitch for this entry. It's this unassuming, you know, hole. And I'm going like, oh, well, it's a, it's an unassuming hole. Of course they got to check that out. Right. You know, I mean, especially you, unassuming holes is oh, kind of your, awesome. your jam. It is Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. uh. But but if you don't bite on that and it's like, <clears throat> no, we've got a job to do. Let's keep going. Yeah. And then I I throw that little extra bit in. I throw a little extra, you know, and it, and now you're going like, he really wants us to go into that cave. Fine and now DM. you're in a spot where... If you go, it feels like it wasn't your choice because right. I mean, even though it still was, but but literally, I went like, "Hey, uh, you notice a trail of Reese's pieces? I know uh, <laughs> running running in there, um, and you know, just to some extent, I think I think anything you accomplish in that space is not going to feel like a moment of discovery or exploration. No. It's going to feel like the DM has put something in here that he's really excited right. it was, about. It turned into a cutscene rather than exploration. Yeah, and and quite frankly, that's not what you're there to do as a DM. Your, your job is to put interesting right. things for them to explore, but your job is not to point at any one of them. It's mm -hmm. to literally go, in any direction you want to travel, I will make sure something there is interesting there for you to find. Right. But uh, so I, I think it, it really holds hands with right. your earlier your earlier point. And I got to sympathize with DMs because I like you'd be like, oh, man, if only you would explore that hole, you'd realize there's something so amazing in there. But no, they didn't do it. Uh, so I, I do sympathize with that. But I was just thinking it's like, well, an easy workaround is like, OK, they chose not to go in that hole. I'm going to take that whatever that was and put it in the recycle bin and it's going to come up later. Yeah, 100 percent. And and that really ties into kind of my first point was the why. Like, mm -hmm. why introduce potential problems by yeah. disseminating information that doesn't need to be disseminated? The follow-up to that is, if I go, you know what was in, down that, if you had gone right instead of left, you know what was down that passage, blah, 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 here's this, here's this whole deal. Well, maybe there are some cool traps and cool encounters. And, and now cool, you can't use knows? it anymore. And, and I've literally just hamstrung myself from moving that around. I, I don't think that the, this is by any means elite level DM <laughs> concepts, but for DMs out there who aren't actively recycling, like, again, you spend a lot of time conceptualizing encounters and spaces and, and 
there's only a select few instances where it's like this encounter and this circumstance and this can only work in this one place. If they passed it up and they didn't do it, great. If you're in love with it and you think it's going to be really interesting and challenging for the players, yeah. you can put it anywhere else you want in the world. Don't do yourself the disservice of explaining how cool it would have been if they had gone there. Yep. Let them experience it in the game somewhere else. Yeah, and yep. and more often than not, like I said, I think for for DMs out there, I, don't, I I'm sure many many people listening right now are like, yeah, I do that all the time. But if anyone isn't, uh, start doing it. It's yeah. like I mean, you in, in terms of prep, you know, Fine, being you can save, yeah, being able to take sometimes entire dungeons. You literally mm -hmm. you've laid out an entire dungeon and they didn't want to go into that cave. Right. Great. Is there any reason that dungeon has to exist in this exact mountain range with that exact not quite man-sized hole with those exact Reese's pieces? No, of course it doesn't. It, you know, I mean, the vast majority of the Three time it can later, go anywhere. You find else. a cave with Reese's pieces. You find <laughs> Who, who's laying these Reese's pieces? Because there's a much bigger mystery about the Reese's pieces oh, yeah, than the cave yeah. itself. Well, I mean, if you are not prepared to reveal. Uh, like a classic '80s ET in your campaign, <laughs> yeah. Then, then don't put the Reese's pieces no, because the players are going to be disappointed if yep, you don't. Yep, yep. Absolutely. But um, no, I think so. I, I, I mean, the the really interesting part is kind of as you've been laying out your points, you've hit basically every talking point that I that I had. You're so, welcome. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. I didn't. I don't. I, I've just been able to like sit oh. here and respond and react. Well, that that's pretty much my list, man. You got anything else you want to add there? Um, I don't, I don't think anything hard and fast. I mean, I think, I think, uh, the, both kind of serving as a, a summary and a, um, a consideration, mm -hmm. uh, I would advocate that less is more. Mm -hmm. I mean, as a, as a general rule Yeah. now, again, I think there are some very interesting spaces and I think. As a DM, it's it's also one of those things where when you have DM friends, you guys almost always do this. You get together and you go, "Oh, I'm thinking about this encounter." I've DMs got this. don't have friends, yeah. dude. Well, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> when 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 you know other people who DM and occasionally you speak to one another, um, no, but but it, it's just a deal where like it's it's. I really do think because because away from the table and generally alone you are investing yourself in in a lot of this work mm -hmm. that goes into to making the game and people who love sitting in the dm chair are excited about doing that um and by definition you can't really speak with your players and in many cases your players are a close portion of your friend group so mm -hmm. some portion of the people you would generally talk about things you're excited about are just kind of yeah. out of the question yeah. Um, so I do think there one there's a there's a really strong um, there's a, there's a strong impetus to want to talk about these things, and I I think too that it can be very invigorating when a player has an interest in those spaces. Mm -hmm. But I would also think that a lot of times when a player expresses that interest, they themselves might well have an interest in sitting in the DM chair at mm -hmm. some point, and that kind of to me is one of the most appropriate segues to begin breaking that barrier and that might ugh, better <laughs> that that might better look at at like if you and i were talking about it for me to be talking about something that happened way back in levels one through three or Versus. even a previous campaign yeah than anything recent no i agree um so like i said that's not to say that there aren't appropriate times to do it no, yeah, but no. 
uh, I think we've done a pretty good job of outlining a lot of the the potential pitfalls. I think so. I'm um, sure we missed some. Please leave it in the comments. Oh, absolutely. And in fact, if there's someone out there who goes, I'm about to I'm about to lay it out for why nothing's off limits. It's just a total Ooh, permeable barrier. Go to and, one. and why is that working so well for your for your table out there? Yeah. Great. I'd love to hear it. Absolutely. Um, but in in general, I think I think that the the DM screen as an edifice exists for a reason mm -hmm. because it's designed to obscure some amount of what's going on back there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that uh, the degree to which you take that, you know, like I said, ultimately boils down table to table. Mm -hmm. But I think you'll always be safe to err on the side of less information. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so thoughts on the player side? Yeah, player side from DMs. If you're wanting a player side to come from the DM side, I, I think you're absolutely right. I err on the side of being uh, less. I think that's a really good uh, rule of thumb. Uh, if you find a person who does get a kick out of it, I think you got to be very wise about what you divulge. Um, but know that if you it depends on the player. Like, I like to think that the reason that I want to learn how your world works is not malicious or so I can use against you is because I'm, I'm just curious. Um, that's uh, not that's not true. That's I, true. How I, many dungeons have I gone back? I want to go back to this dungeon, and then I find the the belt of giant strength I've been looking well, for. Well, how for. how many dungeons have I told you the belt of giant strength is still back? There? Three. No, no you, you have not. No, you haven't told me. Yeah. Uh, and from the player side, purely, um, and bless you for for making it this far. This is a pretty DM heavy subject, but from the police uh, player side, hey, uh, the DM has uh, a uh, he he can say no, uh, and yeah, Damn it's right. hard, but respect it. And be like, hey, he doesn't want to share this part. And that's okay. Yeah. And I would also say, more often than not, it's for good reason. Yeah, he, good he, point. He's not, I mean, he's not well withholding information. He kind of is a dick. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> depends on your DM, <laughs> but, kidding. you know, I, I'd say odds odds are in your favor that that's, that's no, the No, truth. you're absolutely we, right. We, we are of a certain ilk, us, yeah. us DMs. And you DMs. But, uh, no, I think... Um, I think that that I pretty think much that's good. I love it. Wraps it up. How are we signing this one off? Oh, um, I don't know, man. You got any? I'm, I'm drawing blanks. Um, when we draw blanks, I think it's just time to fire out uh, uh, an oldie but goodie. Uh, we hugely appreciate you guys joining us. Thank you. This time, uh, until next time, the world, the world is, is yours. yours.